Hey guys, welcome to the Cold Coffee with Charity podcast. This is a space for women to talk about real things with real people. If you find yourself in transition, then pull up a chair. If you're in search for divine grace through each stage of your life, you're in just the right place. As a wife, mom of two precious boys, and an educator, I've experienced life and would love to chat with you. Let's get started. Hey guys, this is Charity with Cold Coffee Chats, and um, today you are going to be totally feeling all the feels listening to Rachel Markajan discuss how she navigated motherhood during the pandemic, losing her mother, and um, also having so many transitions at one time. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to hear her story and hopefully take some really key points away. Enjoy. Hi guys, this is Charity Clemens, and I am here with my very good friend Rachel Mark and John out of Ohio. Um, here with the Cold Coffee Podcast, and I'm so excited to have you, Rachel. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm great. How's the weather in Ohio today? Uh, a little bit chilly. But the sun is shining, so that makes life okay. And it's actually supposed to be in the 60s next week. So that's promising. Yes, nice. So for many of you guys that don't know me or Rachel, um, I met Rachel over a decade ago um, here in this small little beach town. And um, our husbands work together on base. And she's just been a really good friend since then. We've done life together. We've planned weddings together. Uh, we, we've done all kind of kind of walks and um, all kind of Friday night shenanigans, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pre baby life. Yes. Um, so we we are just really good friends, and I really enjoy her company. And um, so she was willing to kind of share. Um, her experiences with the birth of her her beautiful son Aiden and motherhood and kind of share her wins and her challenges so we'll just go ahead and get started so Rachel if you could kind of tell me a little bit about yourself uh, your career what you up to these days your family you can talk about your sweet son your husband anything so um, I'm also a teacher Yep. So that's how our bond started. And um, I don't know, I guess I've been teaching, I don't, I don't even know, what, 12 years, 13? Yeah. Goodness, I, I have no idea. But um, so the pandemic has been interesting with teaching. Um, I am blessed and cursed at the same time with being the online teacher this year. So um that has its own challenges, but it's wonderful because I get to be home with Aiden. Um, and obviously online teaching is no fun. So that's my career. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, you know, it's me and my husband and two dogs and, uh, a cat and a baby here. And, um, I don't know. Life is, is, interesting it's it's been a roller coaster ride for sure um but yeah you know we lost my mom in uh, almost a year ago so that's 
that's been hard. But um, yeah. other than that, you know, life just kind of goes on. And being a mom is absolutely amazing. I love watching him, you know, just one day be trying to do something. And the next day he's sitting up all by himself. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. And I swear he changes every single day. Um, yeah. So, you know, Jason. I love those um, pictures that you post on social media he is like he just seems to change all the time and he's just so lively and like you can look at his eyes through the picture and he's just like just so sweet you can just tell he's a sweet boy he is that so that's (laughs) I mean everyone who meets him says is he always that happy and the answer is honestly yes he is seriously (laughs) the happiest little boy now perhaps not quite so happy when you're doing a diaper change at three in the morning I'd also that is a serious question how do you not have the diapers leak (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) but world world problems world war yes but that all being said, at 3 a.m. when the diaper is leaking, he is not so happy. But he really is just a happy, smiley little boy. So mm. I I can't, um, like, that's the best thing in the world. Because even when I'm in the worst of moods or having a bad day, his little smile yeah. just makes everything Brightens okay. It so. Yeah, you're going to say something about your husband. I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> he's wonderful he is absolutely amazing he is the world's best dad um and our support system I worry enough for the two of us and he never worries about anything so yeah there was some combination between the two of us that would be great (laughs) that was that's been the trend thus far so you're my second guest and it, it's so funny hearing because I thought I was the only one, but somehow magically the men start not caring as much. And then we like our care level goes like through the roof yes. Yes. <laughs> when you have kids. And so I guess it is the perfect balance uh-huh. um, with each other. <laughs> it drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of you kind of already, Rachel, you're kind of going into um you know, motherhood and its wins and its challenges. Um, is there anything in particular um, that truly like shocked you um, when having a baby? I mean, can you, I don't know if you're, you want to kind of tell us anything about your birth story or anything about, you know, bringing a little Aiden home, any, anything where you were like, wow, no one told me about this. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, so I had nine months of like the perfect pregnancy, which is, I know I could get slacked, but I, (laughs) I was never really sick. Everything. I mean, he, it was a great pregnancy. The the worst thing for me was just like some different smells and I had a clogged ear, you know, I mean, Mm. but for the most, well, and by smells, I mean skunks. Okay. So that was, that was an issue. We, we had skunk issues multiple times. Um, Mm-hmm. but it was, it, it was like a, like at your hat, like in your neighborhood yeah. or, well, I live in the country. Oh, so wow. yeah, you live in the country. Uh, so, yeah. Well, so a, a coworker got sprayed by a skunk or her dogs oh, wow. did, but she came to work and she, that was my first experience with skunk as a pregnant person. And I seriously thought I was going to vomit everywhere. Like I locked myself <laughs> in my classroom. I couldn't leave the, the room. It was, my students were hilarious. I'm not going to lie. So 
a few months later, we ended up having um, a skunk smell in our house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, our basement got sprayed. And it was mm. awful. And I thought, again, like, I just, I couldn't handle it. Jason came home and I had the, the doors wide or the windows wide open and it was like 40 degrees. And he's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so anyway, and then actually we ended up having baby skunks living under our porch. And that was awesome until, oh until they also sprayed. And yeah, so we just had skunk issues. Um, but that all being said, like it was, it was seriously a perfect pregnancy um and then so the day he was born um was the only really bad day of my pregnancy and basically my my um placenta had stopped feeding him and and providing him with oxygen so he was fine but it was you know not great and um so I was being monitored to see if my placenta basically could provide him with enough oxygen to get through a natural birth. And my Mm. doctor was giving him three chances and he used all three chances because basically I forget Mm. what they called it, but his, his heartbeat would just stop, like not stop, but like Mm. dip really, really low. And he dipped low Mm. once really like his third strike was a big strike it I can't remember what it dropped to but it it was like in the 70s and it wasn't good and Mm. so everyone went into panic and the doctors all came rushing in and literally within minutes I was in the OR getting ready to have a c-section and I think I think what panicked me was when I looked over at Jason who again is the calm cool collected doesn't stress about anything Mm. he was panicked and then mm. I felt bad because I couldn't do anything, you know. So, mm-hmm. so at that moment, I was terrified that I was going to have a C-section because everybody, you know, makes this big deal about it. And I mean, it was just, you know, but there wasn't anything I could do about it. And um, mm-hmm. honestly, it, I don't, I mean, never having had a child the other way, I might pick a C-section because within minutes. I was holding Aiden instead of hours and hours or days and days. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, the hardest part for me with that was I, I couldn't do anything to help because Jason had to help me to be able to get up. So like, I couldn't get up in the middle of the night and take care of Aiden by myself. I couldn't, you know, those nasty tarry diapers. I didn't do one. I didn't do one of them. Um, So that was really hard for me. Uh, how long was your recovery with the cesarean? So I would say, I would say I was pretty much down and out for like three or four days. Like couldn't sit up on my own at all. Um, but by about a week, I was up and moving around. Um, I need, I needed a lot of help getting out of bed for a while. Going from laying to a sitting position was really hard. Um, but I'd say within a week, other than getting out of bed, I was up and moving and carrying Aiden around and changing diapers. I know Jason yelled at me one day for doing laundry. I'm like, I just have to do something. Something, can't yeah. bend over. I'm like, I'm not. I'm using my toes. So, you know. Um, <laughs> but I'd say within two or three weeks, I was pretty much back to. But yeah. what's interesting is sometimes it does still hurt. And it's been seven months. Mm. But. Wow. Yeah. 
So that kind of touches into like, because they call this period and, and you're still in it. Um, a lot of the moms I'm talking to are still in it. You know, you can be in it years later, that fourth trimester, that postpartum. Mm-hmm. Um, so it that is that is Rachel like the most unique thing I can talk about or you know agree with you on is you can have these symptoms and these recoveries and these feelings mm-hmm. way after birth. I mean, Aiden will be celebrating his what one year old birthday in how many months? Yeah, Three July. Months? Well, five. Yeah, so not far mm-hmm. from now. I mean, he's like halfway there, and um you know, you could still be having these mm-hmm. feelings, you know, and even like stuff pops up like even later yeah. um, that I think women don't talk about, you know, to new moms. One, because we don't want to scare <laughs> them, but two, because, you know, every pregnancy and every mom is right. different. Yeah. You know? Well, and, you know, I, yeah. for me, the, the hardest part, and again, that goes back to losing my mom, was, you know, coming home. Um, mm. and And so you know, obviously having a pandemic, I was terrified to have anybody meet Aiden, but I, my dad wasn't a question, you know, my dad was going to meet Aiden first thing, but that was weird to not have anybody in the hospital, but I don't know that I hated that to be honest. Um, but you know, I mean, can you tell us if you're open to Like walking us through, I guess, um, coming home, still kind of in that grieving, I'm sure in the grieving process of your, your dear mom, having a baby, like just walk us through. Okay. Okay. We're back. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're, you think about this platform is you can jump right in. Um, So can you kind of tell me, I was asking about, could you kind of, if you're open to telling me a little bit more about um, coming home that, that, you know, you're still grieving your, your dear mother and you have this new human and just kind of the ebbs and flows of like the true postpartum life, um, like kind of tell it, walk us through that. So that was, that was what I feel completely not ready for. Um, Mm. so I, I mean, let me rewind. My father-in-law was here for, you know, like five weeks. Yeah. Um, and so that made life really hard too, because, well, yeah. Anyhow. So that made life really hard. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I came, I came home and, you know, my sister-in-law and my father-in-law had made dinner and they had cleaned up the house. And, you know, obviously I was a little bit concerned about how, you know, having people meet Aiden just because of the pandemic and stuff, but also like my need just for a sense of norm was, was crazy, you know? And and I feel like I, that's to me a, a challenge currently just because like I, I really feel that sense of like, I need people to meet him. I need to show him off. But Mm -hmm. like, then I'm scared to do that. But Mm -hmm. so anyway, we came home from the hospital. And obviously, you know, I was still kind of out of it just on pain meds and and stuff. But um, it was really hard, especially after everybody left. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, Jason's mom and dad were here. Jason's brother showed up. My dad was here and my mom wasn't. 
And Mm -hmm. that was my first real experience with the postpartum hormones and emotions. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I just broke down. Like I, that was the first night with Aiden at home. And like, I just held him and I just sat there and cried because my mom wasn't Mm -hmm. here. Um, So that was really hard. And I would say the first month was, was really, really hard, partly because I didn't have any help because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the pandemic and anybody who may have come to help me didn't because of the virus and Mm -hmm. partly because my father-in-law was here. And so that meant my mother-in-law wasn't going to come and partly because my mom wasn't here to help. So that was, Mm. that was really, really hard. I definitely felt like I was more of an emotional train wreck for the first few weeks just because of that and trying to be a new mom and the hormones. Oh my gosh, those were, that was, that was, that was what I was completely unprepared for was the hormones afterwards. Yeah. And plus it was hard with Jason's dad here. And then, you know, Jason was trying to split time with, spending time with his dad because, you know, he's here or whatnot. And then the problem with that is like, I've been home and locked in my room all day because I don't want to socialize with him. And so like, you know, I just, I felt really lonely on top of that. Mm. That is um, that, that feeling of loneliness. I think people don't talk about a lot and specifically in your case. Um, and i think about you all the time about like darn like why you know how did she get through this how is she getting through this you know and and so you can kind of talk to us more later I guess about how you coped and how you're how you're doing and how you're getting through it but um um that feeling of loneliness just comes like out of nowhere Mm -hmm. it does you know like fine. you could be perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be hard on your husbands too, or on this yeah. others, because all of a sudden, like I would go from, you know, I'm just sitting here holding Aiden to, I'm just a train wreck for no apparent mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. It is mine. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Know, that makes it hard on them too. Like I felt genuinely bad when I would have yeah. an emotional breakdown for no apparent reason. Oh, I know. I know. Um, I'm thinking of a story that actually happened to me last week and, you know, how my husband had to quickly just adjust to the emotions I was having within 30 minutes. It all changed from mad to happy. I mean, within literally 30 Uh minutes. (laughs) So I guess people don't talk about that. I think the husbands might need some type of support group or support system after all this. (laughs) You know, but, um, so you kind of talked about, I'm sorry, coming home, pandemic, no mom, um, limited guest. Um, so tell me like, do you feel like, like, how did you cope? Like, and talk to me, like you were talking to another person grieving a parent, like, how did you get through days? How are you getting through days now? So it's just, I don't know. It, to me, it's crazy (coughs) that like 
something that you don't even think would be a trigger to you is a trigger. Like, so I went over to my dad's house because, well, he's been in the hospital and had a serious foot infection. He's improving, but it's just been a year. Um, but that, so I was over at his house taking care of his dog and stuff. And like, you know, I, I fed the birds and that was a trigger because I got mad that my mom Mm. wasn't sitting on the porch watching the birds. But it's just, so it's just, I guess, trying to navigate when those random things just pop up that are unexpected, Um, you know, and it's weird because it's not like that was the first time I had fed the birds in a year. It's just, it randomly hits you. Like I went to JCPenney for some random reason a couple of weeks ago for something and I realized that that the first time that was the first time I had been in JCPenney since the last time I was there with my mom. And like, I almost had a mental mm. breakdown in the middle of JCPenney, but like, mm. you know, I guess navigating those random mm. moments of just overwhelmed for no apparent reason. Again, like it's the same hormones, I guess. I don't know. Um, that just kind of, but like, You know, other than that, like, I just focus on Aiden and, you know, try and hope that my mom is still here and that, you know, she's actually being able to get a better view of everything because, you know, Mm -hmm. she's here every day, hopefully, you know. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. And I guess I just, you know, I enjoy being outside. I enjoy going for a walk. I, you know, enjoy snuggling with Aiden and, and he helps a lot it brings yeah, every smile yeah. and um and honestly the biggest thing i guess for me is i go for a run um i don't run as often as i should because it, it really is just it's a good me break and it mm-hmm. and it, and it helps so yeah. but i guess i guess the yeah. biggest thing is just making it through those things that you don't think are going to make you upset and focusing on the things that make you happy like Aiden. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that is, I'm like so glad that you have him because um, a lot of times like kids are like, have a very special place in, in parents' hearts. And um, like you said, they, they're just, they could really be a shining moment a lot of days um, in a very dark world. World, as you know, which my my perspective of the pandemic is totally different and way worse. Probably more, not probably is way worse than yours. Um, but you know, for for us, it's been the lockdown in the house, the you know social isolation. Um, same with you, you know, where it's just, it is just day in and day out, you know, you have, you have your really good days with your, with the kids. And then you have those days that are just long (laughs) and um, just getting through, you know, those minutes and those hours and those seconds and trying to savor and enjoy as best as you can with walks and outside and, you know, taking the dog out and taking the kids out, you know, getting through that. And I think, the world is getting through that um but there's not but so many such a small percentage that are dealing with it while impacting losing a loved one and I think that 
Um, I didn't know if that would come up today, but I think that brings just a different perspective that a lot of people have not thought about. Um, and so I just love you and commend you um, and just know that I think you're just doing a wonderful job, you and your husband with Aiden. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, um, you, you've definitely been way more isolated than I have. Yeah, Oof. I have. I definitely have. <laughs> I definitely have. And it's like I said, it is um, you know, we we're looking at it. My husband's looking at it as weighing the cost and the reward and the mm-hmm. risk. And um, you know, just different people are go- doing it at different paces. And um, you know, like my parents came over last night, we had our mask on, you know, um, played with the boys, you know, and um because we were safe, you know, I feel fine about everything. Um, but still it just feels different <laughs> right now. And I, I'm very hopeful and prayerful that, um, it's not going to be this way. I forever. Hope not. So I hope not. <laughs> it's not going to be, we just got to get through the, the mm-hmm. hard part. Um, so yeah. So, um, can you, is there anything else you want to share? Because the last kind of portion is, more about valuable tips. I don't know if you've read any books or any resources out there or any social media followings that you're doing. Um, but it, you know, any valuable tips that you would give these um, any young moms or first-time moms or moms of grieving parents through the pandemic? Any valuable tips or or resources out there you would like to so share? So I don't. I haven't read a whole bunch of books just because time is not <laughs> valued because there's not a whole lot of time to <laughs> right. sit and read. Um, but I do, right. I am a part of a, a couple of mom groups on Facebook. Um, and so, cool. you know, and a lot of times it's just, you know, my kid stopped eating a bottle. What do I do? You know, um, mm-hmm. but there, there's definitely, you know, some some valuable help there. Um, with, you know, what do you do about Christmas or what do you do about birthdays and different things like that? And obviously some people, you know, are acting like this isn't even a thing. Um, but I guess, you know, my advice would be just, just do whatever you feel is right. Because I know for me, um, you know, the holidays were hard because, it's mm-hmm. a first Christmas or it's a first whatever and you want to be together as a family, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. are you a safe person to be around? And if I'm around you, can I be around my family who is being really safe? Um, so I guess that's mm-hmm. part of my advice is just do do what you feel is right as a mom and don't worry about what other people are concerned about, which I have a really hard time with. And oh I do too (laughs) I guess the other thing is is just just allow yourself to feel have bad days you know or have bad moments and get through it and know that you're not the only one doing that I mean despite all of the challenges of being or you know despite the challenges of the virus like being a new mom is really hard and those hormones are really hard and you know, then you add in any extra thing, just, just be, just be kind to yourself. Know that you're not the only one 
Mm. talk to somebody if you need to. Um, but, and, and don't feel like you have to be super mom. That's hard. Mm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay if your kid sits and watches TV for a minute while you're doing the dishes or mm-hmm. the dishes can just sit. I'm not good at that either, but mm-hmm. <laughs> those would be my, <laughs> my tips um, that I, I guess I'm working on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it, Rachel. This, I just thought, and I just like, imagine we were at your old neighborhood and we had did a mile walk like oh, old times was... talking about yes. life <laughs> because this was basically what it was yes. each day is you know doing that mile walk and just talking about life and um and, and me and you just mm-hmm. saying uh-huh yep me too yep I feel that yeah. way too you know um so I really enjoyed this conversation you guys you guys Rachel is just like an angel on earth (laughs) and um I hope you guys enjoy hearing her very raw true loving story um about her sweet boy and her family and thank you so much Rachel for just taking out some time this morning with me and I'll talk to you soon (laughs) all right Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this session with Rachel as much as I did. It really shows you the strength of a mother and how much she can go through when bearing a child, when birthing a child, and when still going through so much in her personal life. And I want to end with a mother affirmation, like we always do. Today's affirmation is, I am never alone. I am surrounded by people who love me. I feel the love they have for me and my baby. I am grateful. Mm-hmm.